What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to speak like that. That's really speak like what? Off. Like, like a normal human being. Suspect, bro. Yeah, I, but let's be real. That's basically what we're going to be talking about. Changing lives and making fucking money today. That's technically what the subject is. Yeah. Right? That's the subject. I'm super excited. Today, Brian and myself are going to be talking about seven lessons. Brian can promise seven lessons if he wants to. I actually didn't even put seven lessons in the title. I put top lessons. Perfect. So top lessons, lessons that we learned from making $7 million in 2022. Yeah. And guys, the reason we put top lessons is Cole and I, we both didn't plan for this podcast because I want it to be like off the cuff and organic. Because let's be honest, even the fact that we made $7 million is fucking wild. And I feel like we should talk about that. Yeah, it honestly doesn't really feel real. Um, It's kind of like a, it's a surreal experience, even though I understand why it happened. And we've reached a level that things don't feel fake anymore, if that makes sense. Usually when individuals utilize the word surreal, it's because they can't believe something happened. But I knew that it was going to because of the work that we put on a continual basis. Dude, it's one of those things where you know, you can see it happening. Like we saw the social media growing. We saw the podcast growing. We saw the academy growing. We saw the client results that our clients are getting. And it's one of those things that you like saw happen. And then as it started to manifest and materialize, it was like, I was like, oh, is this, I almost like felt like an imposter at first. Like yeah. when I got the Lambo, I was like, oh my God, like I'm an imposter. Dude, I, I got the that. mansion. Yeah. It was, I felt like an imposter. But then on a daily basis, I get DMs from clients being like, you changed my life. Like, I'm so glad I found you. Like, I was, my life was different before you guys, and now it's different now. It's like, that to me is why, why we're succeeding at such a high level. So first off, I'm going to relate with you there because I 100% understand what you're talking about. When I first got this house, I felt like an imposter. And when I first drove my car, I was literally over the moon. And then I remember getting home and sitting in the garage. And I was like, this is fucking weird. But I feel like you'll do a better job at explaining it this and like articulating yourself when it comes down to the explanation. So can you explain to everybody what you feel and what it means to have that imposter syndrome set in? Because I feel like there's a lot of people who experience it yeah. and don't know what it's like. So for me, imposter syndrome is where you you don't feel like you deserve whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. And so, you know, whether that's maybe you're a speaker, maybe you're you're fit, you're like you start posting as a fitness model or as like a, a fitness professional and you feel like an imposter. Or as a business coach, for me, it's like, I didn't feel like I deserved to lead. I didn't feel like I was qualified or certified or talented enough to lead. And so I felt like an imposter. I felt like I was presenting myself as this individual, but on the inside, I felt like something else. And I think that a lot of people feel like that, right? Like, I think a lot of online coaches oftentimes will feel like imposters because they'll present themselves as an expert online, but then they feel like they need to get better. They feel like their content isn't good enough. They feel like their sales isn't good enough. They feel like they're not a good enough coach. And so for me, my definition of imposter syndrome was like, I didn't feel like I was worthy of the success that I was getting. And so I felt like an imposter. Yeah, dude, I feel that. And I like there's a lot of individuals that struggle with that on a continual basis. And I think it's one of the main reasons why a lot of people fail in the pursuit of achieving their business goals or trying to start a business or doing anything because they want to change their current situation. They would like to start their own business, become an online fitness coach, become an authority online. But they're number one, scared to share their opinion due to the opinions of others. And they also just don't really truly believe in themselves Yeah, in a very deep way. And I feel yeah. like it's why we see or, or have seen a lot of individuals come and go yeah. in this entrepreneurial game yeah. because they just do not have that self-belief mm. where we're just fucking delusionally insane. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is. It is self-belief. That's good. That's let's listen. Number one, it is self-belief. And I believe that you need to believe in yourself to a level that people think you're a narcissist. Yeah. I think that you need to believe, lesson number one, 
is believe in yourself to the level that some people think that you're a narcissist. Lesson that's number one. That's lesson number one. Because so many people like shame individuals who are like tooting their own horn or like have their own back or like believe in themselves. Like we're all like shaming those individuals. Like who are you to be, you know, so boisterous and going after the things that you want. But like, those are the individuals that like we all look up to like Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Like Gary Vaynerchuk never was trying to play small. Like an Alex Ramosi, he straight up talks about how like he just decided that he wanted to be famous. Like that was something that he wanted to do. Yeah. And we're not shaming those individuals, but it's almost like, for other like this is where I think that a lot of people struggle with imposter syndrome is that as we start to progress and as we start to get better and evolve and shift and change the people around us, it makes them uncomfortable because they're in the same environment as us. And so you're in the same environment as us, but we're progressing and human beings have this like crab in a bucket mentality. When one person's climbing out of the bucket and they're climbing yes. out of the rat race, the other ones are trying to drag them back down to their level. Yes. And so I think that you need to believe in yourself to the point where it's like delusional, to the point where people think you're crazy or a narcissist. You're like in love with yourself because that's what it takes to be successful. 100%. Like that's lesson number one. It's like me and you both, like when it comes to social media, when it comes to business coaching, we both have this like intense level of belief that it's like, I know that I'm going to be successful. 100%. And when it comes down to everything that we've ever pursued, it's not like we think we're the know-it-alls of everything, right? We are consistently trying to learn more so we can progress in our lives because I don't know who the fuck said it, all right? This is not my quote, all right? It was actual an individual I saw online, but they quoted happiness as progression, all right? In order to achieve happiness in life, you need to be progressing in some sort of way because without it, you become stagnant. And then we start to let those stupid feelings pop into our lives just like we always do. Well, a lot of individuals never try to progress and they just accept life for where it's currently at and think it can never get better. But this is not fucking true. You guys need to have belief in yourself and understand that you can achieve anything you set your fucking mind to as long as you just cut out the other opinions. I feel like a big reason why individuals try to attack the successful, like you just said, or try to drag down crabs the successful in crabs in a bucket is because of the fact that they've given up on their dreams and they can't see themselves in those shoes, mm. right? Like, I know that you can actually, I don't know. I, I was going to say you probably relate to that to a certain degree, but me and you really didn't have that mindset even when we were addicts. Mm. Right. But I know you listening to this could probably relate to that in some sort of degree. You see somebody successful online and instead of asking the question of how they did it, you look at it as that person's an asshole. And it's because you've given up on your own dreams and you don't think it's possible. Yeah. I want to briefly explain what we mean by crabs in a bucket. So the crabs in the bucket theory goes like this. If you take a bucket, you put a bunch of crabs in, they're all trying to climb out and get to the top, right? And as one crab starts to climb out, and if one crab starts to get high up under the bucket and starts to grab for the top, the other crabs, instead of working with that crab so that everybody can climb out, will pull that crab back down. And that's the crab in the bucket mentality. It's like, because of this, all of the crabs are in self-survival mode yep. and they're not interested in helping the collective. So basically they'll do whatever it takes to like, save themselves, including pulling the other crab back down. Yes, And that is human beings for the most part. And I think that there are some communities and ecosystems where that's not the case. Like I'd like to think iron Rare. energy yeah. is one of those places where like, we're not trying to like pull each other down. We're trying to lift each other up. Yeah. I like to think that the change Abs academy is one of those places where yeah. we're not like trying to pull each other down. We're trying to lift each other up, but the delusional level of self-belief that is required to be successful is necessary because 95% of people don't think like that. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. It's a very, very rare thing to find in social circles because even in smaller social circles, you usually find friends that don't actually have your true intention at heart. And that's why you feel like you can't share your wins with them because every time you share a win, they try to top it. 
Mm. Or they try to relate it to their own journey. Yep. Or they try to talk over you and express their own feelings instead of just literally sitting in that celebration of you and boasting you the fuck up like it is needed. Mm. So I think it's a very rare thing to find. But once you guys not only step into those shoes yourself and start to believe in yourself wholeheartedly, but you surround yourself with individuals that also do the same, everything will start to change. Boom, which leads us to point number two. Lesson number two is you got to keep your circle small. Super small, bro. You got to keep your circle small. I'm talking about even people that are like on the outside of your circle that you think might be cool, that you're like slowly letting in, fucking cut them out too. I'm not even joking. Like, I think that that's the, one of the biggest lessons that I learned in 2022 is that like, man, your circle has to be so small. I truly do believe that. And I'm not saying that you can't network and go out there and like meet other individuals, but if you really want to be successful, you got to be dialed in mentally. Like you got to be on top of your rituals. You got to be on top of your fitness. You got to be on top of your workouts, your nutrition, your diet, everything, and your attitude and the people around you will impact that. And if you got somebody in your life that's talking negatively about you or towards you or about other people or is constantly bringing up COVID or the government or anything else that can drag and suck and drain your energy, it's very hard to be successful. It's fucking impossible to be successful. Like I'll utilize that word, even though I don't like utilizing that word. And the reason why I'm going to go so heavily in that is because you guys haven't let go of the individuals that have been dragging you down for years. And that's why you aren't able to progress in your fucking life. Mm. It's extremely fucking hard, almost impossible. Like, We spoke about this on one of our calls the other day with our clients, and I think it was Dawson who brought this up about separating from friends. Maybe not Dawson, somebody else, doesn't matter. And I said, well, it depends. If you want a relationship with those individuals, all right, then keep them at a boundary and keep them at arm's length. But you guys need to understand that my answer when it comes down to surroundings like that is based off of the mindset that we've already built. But if you're currently in the progression stage of your life, if anybody is a negative influence on that progression stage, then you need to be kicked out of your fucking life, period. And you need to learn how to embrace loneliness. And this is one of the scariest parts for human beings because they don't understand who they are alone. They don't understand who they are apart from their friends, apart from their family, away from their spouse. They have no fucking idea. Mm -hmm. We talk to people every single day that have no idea what their own likes and interests are. I'm like, what are your hobbies? They're like, I don't know. What do you enjoy? I don't know. It's because you never choose to be by yourself, but you need to understand that until you know who you truly are and you separate yourself from the negative, toxic individuals, you won't be able to grow into who you want to be. It's like that fucking what's called apples in a bucket picture online. Have you ever seen that? No. So there's like 12 apples in a bucket and they take a rotten apple and they put it in the corner. And within a week, every single other one is rotten, Mm. but they were completely fine. They were fucking thriving. But if you put one rotten apple with all the good ones, it will rot the entire patch. And it's very fucking true when it comes down to human beings. Mm. You'll have a bunch of individuals who want to progress in their fucking life. And then you have that one negative person. And they don't even need to be negative towards you. Like Brian just said, we're talking about negative in general. If they're always fixated on negativity, complaining about the government, complaining about gas prices, complaining about how they stub their toe, complaining about everything that happened 15 fucking years ago. Everything. Like those negative focused people will always stop you from progressing in life because every time you have something positive happen, you know what they're going to do? Well, negative. don't let it go. Negative. Honey, negative. you might want a backup plan. You don't know how long that's going to last. Negative. You guys have heard that before. Negative, right? It's just negative little fucking things that they're trying to input into your life. And the reason why we're so, for lack of a better term, anal with our fucking social circle is because we just can't have that. Dude, and the reason we can't have that and the reason that you can't surround yourself with people that are negative is because my commitment to my success is so high and my commitment to my own vision is so high and my commitment to like 
my goals and dreams and aspirations is the top priority in my life. It is. And so anything that inhibits my ability to progress in this area must be removed, whether that's like an obstacle, whether that's like my own insecurity, whether that's like a friend that like I thought was supposed to have my back and then ended up like not being there when I needed it. Like anything that's going to hold me back from achieving my vision has to go. That's it. And it's like over the last two to three years, Brian and myself have separated ourselves from a lot of individuals. And there was some people who, for lack of a better term, fucked us over in a very big way. And it disappointed us and almost broke us to a certain degree. And then there's individuals that I've let go when it comes down to recently where it was like, I just didn't feel like the relationship was there. So I made a conscious decision to separate myself now so I could focus on what actually matters. The individuals in this room, my wife, my child, my clients, my vision. You see, a lot of you guys have a relationship that's just there. It's not serving you. All right. It's not really doing anything. You guys just won't let go. I heard this beautiful analogy from one of our clients. The name's Kim. All right. This isn't my quote. I know I've gone viral with this video a couple of times, but it's not my quote. It's fucking our client, Kim, but I love it. All right. It's a beautiful analogy about friendship. Friends are like engines, buoys, and anchors. All right. Some are buoys. They're just floating around you. They're not really helping you. And they're kind of just in your life. All right. Some are anchors. They hold you back and have you spinning around their shit. And some are engines. They push you forward and pull you back when needed. So pay attention and audit how many engines, buoys, and anchors you have in your fucking life. Mm, Very cool. fucking important. It's one of my that's favorite cool. analogies. That's cool. I right? like that. Yeah. I think that leads us to number three. I think number three for me, correct me if I'm wrong, is that if you want to become an elite level person, you can't just surround yourself with elite level people. You have to become an elite level person. And that's why I say embrace loneliness all the time. You have to become that person. Like when I was transitioning from being addicted to Percocets, struggling with my addiction, drinking all the time. It wasn't like I stopped, flipped the switch, met Brian, and then we built our business to where it is now. Yeah. At all. It was, I looked at my life, realized I was thousands upon thousands of dollars in debt. I had no friends that I could rely on. I was addicted to Percocets, eating four to seven a day, chewing them up, sniffing them, however I needed to get them in. And I was drinking around a two, six to a 40 a day. All right. Every day. I would just have it in my fucking car. Now, when I saw that person and I wanted to make a change, I separated myself from everybody. I dropped the pills cold turkey. I stopped drinking every single fucking night. It's not like I cut out alcohol yet. And then I separated myself from all those negative influences. And I was just alone. I would go to work for eight to 10 hours a day as an iron worker. I would come home, sit on the couch, watch TV. Then I'd go to the gym. That was literally my entire life for months and months and months until I had a certain mindset, which allowed me and presented me with the opportunity to put other people in my circle like you. Mm-hmm. But if, like, if I would have met you at the first time when I was making the transition, it wouldn't work. It was the same thing for me. So when I came out of my addiction, the step number one is I got fired from my nightclub bartending job. After I got fired, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, this is the fourth bar that I had been fired from. And I didn't really have any other options to work in bars. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a couple of days to think about it. I ended up thinking about it, got a job as a cleaner at a summer camp. And I worked there for the next four months. And basically what I do is I'd spend eight hours a day scrubbing shitty toilets. And then after that, I would go for a run around the lake. And then after that, I would sit down and I'd work on my vision. And I did that for like four months. But that period of time was where I just like got clean, got sober, worked on my mindset, like worked on my like ability to think properly, got my fitness goals in order. And then once I got myself together and I counted myself as an elite level person, then I started putting myself in different social circles. So I like 
joined this like there was like a week-long boot camp that I ended up joining. And then after doing the week-long boot camp, I hired a fitness coach to do another fitness competition. And then after that, I hired another fitness coach. And then that's where my journey started. Yes. But it's like in order for me to like, I think that a lot of people do this, make this mistake. It's like, okay, like I'm gonna become an elite person. I'm gonna listen to Brian and Cole and I'm gonna like go all in on personal development. So I'm cutting everyone out of my circle and I'm just gonna fucking I'm gonna surround myself with elite level people. But what you don't realize is that if you take the apple in a in a you know a rotten apple analogy and you put the rotten apple in an apple basket and all the apples get rotten, what you don't realize is that like you are that person. Exactly. You're one of the rotten apples. You're still. one of the rotten apples. Like the rotten apples that you're trying to cut out, like one of them is you. And so I think one of the big lessons that we learned and we continue to learn is that like the business is never going to outgrow us. And so, yes, don't get me wrong. We got to keep our social circle small, but we also need to keep our standards high and like what we expect of ourselves and how we show up on a day-to-day -day basis and like the value that we're presenting to the world. Yeah. Like we have to become elite. Dude, I fucking wholeheartedly agree. And that is why like I say this to a lot of clients and sometimes they perceive it differently. But my definition, again, is embrace loneliness. And the entire reason why I bring that up is because of everything we are currently talking about. In order to surround yourself with higher level individuals, you need to become that person and stop being the rotten apple, meaning you need to work on your mindset every day. You need to figure out what core values actually relate to your life. All right. And start showing up as that person every fucking day, regardless of how you feel and regardless of what the fuck is going on, regardless of what the other rotten apples around you are still fucking saying. In order to separate and become a higher level individual, you need to change your daily fucking habits. A lot of you guys have a long term goal and you're like, okay, I'm going to go there. This is my goal. But it doesn't start with that. That's not the decision. In order to achieve that goal, $7 million in 2022, it started with our daily habits and rituals. Mm -hmm. And that's what people always forget. They think it's some hippy-dippy bullshit that doesn't actually work. I utilize that term with Brian all the time. I think it's funny, hippy-dippy bullshit. But I still do the hippy-dippy bullshit, motherfuckers. I still wake up every fucking day at 3.30 a.m. It's my rest day from the gym today. I still woke up at 3.30 a.m., did my morning routine. All right? Then I relaxed because, again, got to let my body recover. But I still did my affirmations, my gratefuls, my meditation, my motivational video, my content breakdown, my brain dump. All of it was done in the fucking morning. Because my habits and rituals turn me into the individual I am now to be worthy of the circle I currently surround myself with so I could elevate my situation and see the success that I'm currently seeing. Mm -hmm. It's very fucking important. You guys got to figure out who you are. Mm. What do you bring to the fucking table? Mm. It's like, again, we'll utilize the Bedros analogy. There's people who are in our program that see my, me and Brian hire Bedros. And then I've seen somebody right away like, oh, okay, dope, I'm going to hire Bedros. And I'm like, yo, no disrespect. You're making like $3,000 a month. And your mindset is frustrated when you're only making $3,000 a month. There's no discredit to that. I'm proud of you. But in order to get into that next circle, you need to become a higher level individual in order to get there. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that is like, a lot of people struggle with that because a lot of people want the easy solution. Like they want the quick fix. They want the, Always. you know, I want to make 10K faster. I want to make a million dollars faster. Like they see $7 million a year. But what you don't understand is it wasn't like $7 million a year. It was like, okay, so... Back in 2014, our business probably made like, you know, 60 grand. And then 2015, it was, we should check this actually. Dude, I think it was less than that because yeah. it was 2016 is when me and you partnered up. Yeah. So 2014, I wasn't with you yet. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I probably made like 60 grand and then it was like 80 grand and then it was a hundred and then it was 200, then it was 400, then it was 500, then it was a million. Like in 2020, we made a million. And then in 2021, obviously, I think it was like four and a half, five. It's and now it's yeah. seven. Yeah. So it's like. But that happens over time. Yes. And 
the one constant that didn't change in that period of time is that our habits and rituals like, bro, I've been podcasting five times a week, every single day going live for the last three and a half, four years. Like it's been that consistent. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And then we have individuals who see the success now based off of the podcast, the, not only the exposure, but the clout, the results, the impact. And you guys are like, okay, well, how do I do that? And then it doesn't work in a week and you get pissed off, but you forget about the what? Three, six, 900 plus fucking days. This kid has been podcasting every day and not right? only podcasting, but also promoting. Yeah. Like, not only did I do the podcast, but I also promoted it every single every day, day bro. three and a half, four years. And like, that is what a lot of people don't understand. It's like, yes. In order to become an elite level person, I cut myself off, but I also became elite. Like I just decided what habits and rituals do I need to have in order to become the person that I want to become? And then I just did it. So I think that would be technically the fourth lesson, habits and rituals, mm. right? Because mm -hmm. we talked about embracing loneliness and figuring out who you are, becoming the higher level individual to surround yourself with higher level individuals. But the habits and rituals you do every single day are going to determine that success. And when we say every single day, we mean every single fucking day. Like, this is where I get a little bit like overly strict and a little bit like almost intense for a lot of individuals because I mean, every day for the last three, four months, I've been working on trying to make sure that I'm waking up at 3.30 a.m. seven days a week, even Saturday and Sunday. And I'm not going to lie to you. I miss sometimes. All right. But I'm building a new habit and ritual. All right. Why? Because I want to make sure that I am not setting myself for failure and I'm making sure that I'm clear and concise on what my goals are, my work ethic every single day. But I feel like a lot of individuals only do shit when it's convenient for them. Their habits and rituals right now are a mixed up wake up time. You guys aren't consistent with it at all because you are also not consistent with your bedtime. You're not consistent with your morning routine because you don't enjoy doing it because it hasn't helped you yet, but you don't understand that a consistent one will help you. Yeah. You're not consistent with the gym. So you go only for a certain amount of time and then you allow other things to throw you off because of your other priorities in your life, you don't have consistent habits and rituals, but you're expecting the results of an individual who does, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like what are the habits and rituals people should implement today in order to see success? What would you say? This is so basic. If you want to see success in your life, 10 minutes of meditation, five to 10 minutes working on your vision, whatever like that it. looks like for you, working on your vision. And I would say 10 minutes of motivation whatever that looks like for you. And so 10 minutes of meditation, literally go on YouTube, search 10 minute meditation. There's thousands of them. So many, bro. Put your fucking earphones on, close your eyes and breathe. It literally is that easy. And it's going to feel weird at first, but do it anyways. And then five to 10 minutes of vision. And the reason I start every day with vision is I want to start every single day with the end in mind. Like what is my goals for the next five, 10, 15 years? Where do I want to end up in the next five, 10, 15 years? What do I want to accomplish in the next five, 10, 15 years? I want to start my day and program my subconscious. And then 10 minutes of motivation every single day, whatever motivates you. Like I have different things that motivate me at different times. And so do you. I'm yep. um, like, sometimes it's like a specific person. Like right now I'm listening to Earl Nightingale. And then sometimes it's like success motivation. So I'll just have success motivation tracks on. 
sometimes it's bodybuilding motivation. Like if I'm in show prep, I'll yep. like watch like Phil Heath bodybuilding motivation videos because that gets me going. So like that morning ritual, three things that takes you 30 minutes will change your life. But then that's it. That's how you start. And then from that place, once you're in a good mood, you're going to start to attract good things because that's how the universe works. It's so fucking true, bro. And I'm like, I did a podcast on this in the past and I've talked about it multiple times. The law of attraction does not fucking work unless you do. And there's a lot of you guys that are stuck in the fact of like, well, I'm always putting positive energy into the universe, like law of attraction, law of attraction. But then we look at your life. We look at your habits and rituals. We look at the work ethic you're putting on on a daily basis and you're doing nothing. You're not working on your fucking mindset. You're not putting 100% effort in. You're putting maybe 50, but you're expecting the results of an individual putting 100. You're not going to fucking get anywhere. You're shooting yourself in the goddamn foot. This is why it's so important to have these routines. And again, we've obviously shared our opinion on not having a morning routine in the past, but I want to bring it up again. Not everything that works for everybody is going to work for the other individuals, but regardless, you need to focus on yourself first before you focus on the world. You just do. Why? Because there's a billion other things that you could be focusing on that are going to stop you from achieving your goals, like the negativity from the rotten apples we just let go. Mm. So in order to change that mindset from you being a rotten apple, you need to start working on your own. You can also download an app called Headspace, all right? Instead of going on YouTube, Headspace is a fucking app on your phone that could cost like 50 bucks if you want to actually invest in this. You just click a button and they talk you through a meditation. And they run you through it. And the motivation thing I couldn't agree more with. And again, do what works for you. All right, let's talk about MDK Project for a minute. Mm -hmm. Guys, I'm doing something called the Modern Day Night Project. It is a 75-hour mental, physical, and emotional challenge for men. And basically what they do is actually two Navy SEALs, four other guys, and Bedros Koulian, our mentor, beats the fucking shit out of you for 75 hours straight. They sleep deprive you, they basically starve you, and they put you through a bunch of physical challenges. That, looking at that, motivates the fuck out of me. Why? I don't know. It's just a physical challenge. It, it lights something up in my soul and it makes me want to do it because right now when it comes down to my current situation, I'm not challenged. But that doesn't do it for me. I literally like, he told me that he was doing the MDK project where like all these guys are like fucking yelling at each other, screaming at each other. I was literally like, that does not sound like, you know what sounds like my vibe? I want to go away on like a yoga retreat for like the four days when silent retreat, not say a word. That is my vibe. And that's good. But do what works for fucking you. Yeah. A lot of you guys will see my morning routine, okay? 3.30 a.m., wake up, affirmations, gratefuls, meditation, the gym, content creation, mind dump, cold showers. Also, by the way, I do every single morning. You guys will see that and you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. You do it for a week, it doesn't work, and you're like, fuck morning routines, they're bullshit. No, you just haven't found the right one for you. Mm -hmm. Again, at the end of the day, look at any successful person in the world. Mm -hmm. Their habits and rituals got them there, Yeah. period. There's no other way to look at it. Every successful individual in the world, if you actually studied them for a prolonged period of time, you would notice that they do the same type of shit every day at the same time. Because habits and rituals determine the success that you see in life, period. Yeah. It's just how you're going to get there. Number five is you need to set goals so big that people think that you're crazy. So our goal, we hit $7 million in 2022, which was amazing. I'm super grateful for that. But our goal is actually to hit 10. Yeah. And when we set the goal of hitting $10 million are even a lot of our partners, everybody in our life yeah. thought we're crazy. Yeah. And they're like, you're projected to hit X, Y, Z. And we don't think you're going to hit it because X, Y, Z. And me and Cole were like, that's not how we operate. Our instant response was like, actually fuck off. Yeah. We're going to hit it. That's not how we operate. So you need to set goals so big that people think that you're crazy. And then you need to commit yourself relentlessly to achieving them. And that's how success happens. Yeah. Because one of my favorite quotes is that it's most people fail in life not because they aim too high and miss, 
but because they aim too low and hit. Yes. And I would rather be like striving towards like a worthy ideal, something that's out of reach that I like causes me to become a new person than stay in the same fucking place. Because if we weren't pushing to make 10 million in 2022, like, I don't know if we would have had a million dollar month. I don't think we would have at all because, because I wouldn't have pushed as hard as I did. No, in that dude, fucking month. we would not have grinded as hard as we fucking did. We yeah. would have saw the number and been like, you know what? We were projecting to hit that. So I'm happy. Yeah. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Right. But the fact that we are always sitting the, the bar so fucking high, we push ourselves to different fucking limits. Again, it's the reason why I'm doing the project thing. It's the reason why we're always hiring mentors that are like not out of our reach, but are way higher than we are when it comes down to their current success. We are trying to reach past where we are to level the fuck up where a lot of you guys are only looking like a month to two months down the road and mm. you're not challenging yourselves on a continual basis mm. when it comes down to your goals you are keeping it realistic because that's what you've been programmed to do all right and i know you guys know what i'm talking about there's a lot of you guys that have super fucking big goals that you want to achieve in your life but you want to allow yourself to actually chase them due to what your parents said or do what to that friend said or do what to that teacher said the teacher, your parents, that friend said, that doesn't sound very realistic. You probably should go to try to achieve this. And then you gave up on the things you wanted to achieve. Which is, again, that comes back to why you need to keep your circle so small. And also when you set these big goals, like keep them to yourself. Like the amount of people that get angry at the level of success we have is like astronomical. And it's because they don't like, they don't understand. It's like hard for them to comprehend. Like most people, 95% of people are broke and I'm not shaming anybody for that, but that's just the truth. And so when you have a big, like audacious goal, that's like the challenge is the norm and is way outside of what most of society would like, it's going to piss people off. And it's also going to challenge people. It's going to challenge their beliefs on what's actually possible. And so when you do have a big goal, like tell a couple people and then keep it to yourself and then just get to work and be relentless. Yeah. I also think you should keep it to yourself because of the fact that a lot of you guys don't actually understand the work ethic it takes to achieve bigger goals. So you tell everybody just for the slap on the butt mm -hmm. for the fucking what's the validation. What's, thank you for the validation from other individuals around you when you actually haven't even put any work in yet, because yeah. what happens is you set a goal, but you subconsciously know it's extremely hard to achieve because any big goals are going to be hard to achieve. And because it's so hard, your subconscious starts to psych you the fuck out. That bitch voice kicks in and tells you to slow down. So you start telling everybody you get the validation, you feel good, and then you give up. Keep it to your fucking self and grind your ass off and understand that if you want true success, you need to stop thinking in months and you need to start thinking in years to decades. Because at the end of the day, I know you want the quick fix because everybody does, but chasing that quick fix instead of the long-term success is what's been holding you back. It's been what is actually limiting your success in life across the fucking board. Mm. We see it all the time. Somebody wants to start a successful business and then they start, they grind for two months. They don't hit 10K. They don't hit 5K. They don't hit whatever goal they set. And then they give up because giving up was better than starting. What are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Like wake up. Yeah. Number six. And I think this one's really important is obviously it's important to set big audacious goals, but if you set big audacious goals and you don't have a roadmap and you're wasting your time. Yeah. So number six is to hire somebody that's significantly farther ahead in life than you are. And I use that term very specifically because I say significantly farther along in life than you are, because I think that there's a lot of mentors, you know, especially business mentors that are mentoring other individuals, but their position in life isn't a place that like is worthy of recognition. Like if you're a business coach for other individuals or you're a life mentor, then your life better be in fucking order. Yeah. And so for us, 
Cole and I have this rule that we never take advice from people that we wouldn't trade places with period, which is why it took us so long to hire a mentor when we decided to part ways with our previous one, which by the way, our previous mentor tacky, I fucking love that guy. Tacky's a fucking G Tacky's like one of the smartest dudes I've ever met. And at the same time, we like outgrew the program. We were making $500,000 a month and we were like, we need somebody that like understands us at our level. So we ended up hiring Bedros and Bedros cost us a hundred grand us for 12 months. But that like, that commitment financially, like it just made us go all in. I also think that it's important that when you're at a stage where you can afford to invest, that you invest in the next level. Like, because for us, like we had the money in our bank, we had the financial resources to be able to hire Bedros and hiring Bedros was a stretch, but that stretch caused us to stretch, which made us be like, okay, now I need to hit the next level. So I think that it's super important that you find a mentor that's at a level that's significantly higher than you and you pay that mentor, and then you follow the game plan. Dude, 100%. Listen, a lot of you guys haven't seen success in your life because your ego is too fucking large, and you won't listen to other individuals. We see it all the fucking time. And don't get me wrong, I have a big fucking ego. Brian has a big fucking ego. All right, we're not going to sit here and pretend that we don't. But we also understand when to be number two. What is that Fat Joe quote? Fat Joe quote was, so Fat Joe was in the studio, and he was talking about how when he came up, he's like, a lot. He's like the reason that I'm successful is I know when I'm number one, and I also know when I'm number two. He's like, when I was coming up and I was around Lil Wayne, I wasn't pretending like I was the man. I was holding the door for Lil Wayne and asking him if I could get a coffee. He's like, I know when to be number one, and I also know when to be number two. And so do we. At the end of the day, we have big egos, but we know when we are number two and we know when to fucking listen. And listen, some of you guys might be at the stage where you have no money to invest in the mentor. So put your ego to the side, all right? Block out the opinions of other broke people that are not where you want to be. Go on YouTube and start binge watching content and start learning from individuals that, again, are already where you want to be. Once you make a little bit of a cash, invest in an individual that is where you want to be in life. We see this shit all the fucking time. A lot of you guys don't want to put your money where your mouth is, even though you have big goals, because you don't think it'll be worth it. You want the quick fix, but you don't want to invest in your success. Investing in our success got us to where we are today in every way fucking possible. It wasn't even just about paying Bedros either. It wasn't even just about paying Bedros. It was about taking money out of our banks and putting it somewhere else. Yes. And dude. having that money in our bank go down and being like, yo, I'm not playing games. Yeah. Like I'm not wasting this money. It's uh, there's a quote that says when people pay, they pay attention. It's and, so true. Cause let's be honest at right now, if you guys really wanted to start an online coaching business, Go to fucking Google, oh, dude. type in how to start an online coaching business. You'll find a random video. You can follow it. You'll get decent advice and you can start your online coaching business. So quickly. But most people don't do that because it's free and we don't value the things that are free, which is why like, this is ironic. Most of the things that are in our life that are the most valuable don't cost us any money. Like the, the relationship you have with your wife, bro, with your son. Yep. Right? Those don't cost money. Yep. We, it's almost like we don't value things that are free, but when you pay, you pay attention. Dude. So that's why like with mentorship, it's like not only are you hiring the mentor, but you're also paying money so that you pay attention and you actually digest and learn information. It is one of the truest statements in the entire fucking world. Let's take business out of for a second and go like surface level. Let's look at fitness goals, All right, There's a lot of individuals that are overweight and they want to change their fucking life, but they don't invest in a coach and then they chalk it up to them being too busy or not having time, et cetera. But you know what's fucking free? Doing push-ups and a workout in your goddamn kitchen or your living room or your bedroom or your backyard. You guys don't do that shit. You just sit there and complain. Too many individuals on this planet have big goals that they want to achieve, but they will not invest time or money to get there. And if you pay, just like Brian said, you will pay attention. It does not mean you need to fork out six figures. It just means you need to do something. Because 
all the information you need to achieve any goal you've ever had is on social media right now. I promise you, go to Google, go to YouTube, and just type in how to whatever you've actually wanted to do with your life. And I promise you, I'll bet you 10 bucks that video will pop up mm -hmm. right away. Because information on online right now is fucking endless. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of videos out there teaching you everything that you want to fucking know. But you guys haven't actually took an action to do that. And investing in a mentor will hold you more accountable because now you have skin in the fucking game. And again, bringing it back to that one point, the reason why we're talking about hiring a mentor that is so high or past your current level is because that individual actually knows what it's like to put in the reps and actually win, win and fail. Mm. Where there's, again, a lot of fucking people out there that are just faking it until they make it and then trying to teach other individuals. And I don't fucking like it. It pisses me off, mm -hmm. drives me mental. And it's another reason why Brian and myself say, don't take advice from individuals who aren't where you want to be in life. Doesn't mean that person doesn't have life experience, but am I going to take advice on how to be shredded, a good father and rich from an individual who isn't a parent who's fat and who's broke? Probably fucking not. Mm. Right? That doesn't make sense. It's like asking a fish how to fly. What the hell are we doing here? Mm. Right? It doesn't make any sense at all. I know there's going to be one person that's like, well, this flying fish, fuck you. Okay. Like <laughs> yeah. you get my point yeah. guys, hiring a mentor will change your entire life Yeah, across the board. Number seven, if you guys are looking to grow a social media following so you could build a business, build impact, have global impact, start a ripple effect that will trickle through the ages. You need to be yourself. Eric Thomas actually said this on a motivational video recently popped up uh, while I was listening on success motivation at the gym. He said something that honestly made me break down a little bit because, you know, one of my main goals in life is to be remembered forever yeah. because I want to impact people on a very deep level based off of how I was raised and all the things that I went through. And he said on a video, I will be remembered forever. I'm never going to be forgotten. When he said that, boom, I started paying attention because I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I say that all the time. And he's like, because my videos and my voice will always live on long after I'm dead. And that shit hit me like a fucking freight train because that's why I'm producing content every single day to impact individuals after I'm gone. Mm. Now, I would have not seen the growth that I've seen on social media if I was trying to be somebody else. And a lot of you guys are only ever trying to be like somebody else. All right, you're a fitness coach, but you're not sharing your true opinions. All right, you have true opinions about obesity, true opinions about fad diets, true opinions about something, and you are sugarcoating it, trying to say it a different way than you're trying to speak to your fucking friends. That's why you haven't been able to grow because people could see through that shit. You're just one in a billion other individuals that are saying the same bullshit. You see, when it comes out of my content, it is very controversial. It's rude. It's straightforward. It seems like I'm attacking you, but all I'm doing is taking the conversations I have with me, conversations I have with my wife, conversations I have with my clients behind closed doors and sharing it with the fucking world. My true opinion. Because we all have fucking opinions. Again, look at Joe Rogan. I'll even take him for a minute. You guys think Joe Rogan would grow the best podcast, biggest podcast in the world if he wasn't being himself? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah. People have hot takes on him all the fucking time, losing their goddamn minds because everybody has an opinion. But at the end of the day, all the individuals you look up to on social media are being themselves. They're not trying to be like anybody else. Mm. And it's why people trust them. It's why people actually level with them because they're a human being. They're not a robot reading off a piece of paper trying to sound smarter than they fucking are. Mm. Where a lot of you guys are. You guys want to share your opinion on a certain subject and you Google the fucking answer and then you read off the screen. So my opinion on this shit, but that, no. Share your fucking opinion and open up. I swear. So I swear on my social media. All right. I say some pretty outlandish shit behind closed doors. So I say it on social media. I share who the fuck I am, bro. It's cool. That's it. I like it.
Right? I just don't think there's yeah. a way in not doing it. That's why when we first had uh, baby Cade, my newborn son, first week I did a question poll. Somebody asked me about his cry. They're like, isn't his cry adorable? I'm like, no, it's fucking annoying. And it gives me anxiety. Yeah. Like it triggers a very deep, like primal emotion in me. And I don't know how to handle it. I'm like, I'm currently working through it as a dad right now, learning how to balance it out. But I shared that. And I had like 50 fucking DMs being like, thank you. They're like, I thought I was a fucking piece of shit parent. Cause when I had my kid and he cried, he's like, I didn't know how to react. And then I go on social media and all these parents are like, it's so cute. Oh my God. It's adorable. Where I'm just like, no, bro, I'm having a fucking anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to deal with this emotion. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being. So you level with me and it helps me grow my accounts my impact, my following so I can, I can achieve my goals. It's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Bet. There we go. That's it. When it comes down to That's our good. business, we have been able to make $7 million in 2022. It's crazy. And uh, it's super cool to even think about that number. I had a guy from high school that I used to play football with at DM me. And I was like, dude, like, he's like, I want to be like jealous because I feel like sometimes I struggle. He's like, but I just like watching your growth has been super inspiring. And I'm like, thank you. And my goal with my social media content is to inspire you, to let you know that like I came from a trailer park drug addict background. And if I can come from the map background and make $7 million a year, anything's fucking possible. Dude, 100%. And I'm like, when it comes down to my social media, I just want to trigger individuals into changing. And the reason why I say trigger is because, again, I'm just going to tell you exactly what the fuck is on my mind. Too many individuals are soft-spoken nowadays, and they don't share their true opinion due to the fucking lash you can get from social media because everybody's so sensitive nowadays. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I feel like I was put on this planet to speak truth into the fucking world. And that's what I'm going to do. And the fact that I've not only been able to experience the type of success that I've seen as a 28 year old, but the fact that I've been able to impact as many lives as I currently am through just being myself. I'm like, I, I, it almost again, feels surreal that this is our life. Mm. That's fucking cool. Bet. There we go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in where they find you, bro. Colos to sell on everything with the Wake Up the Wolf podcast. Let's go. Peace. Peace, y'all.